This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Not everything you think needs to be said. There is a higher truth, and that truth is loving-kindness, especially if getting the rust out of your emotional pipes can cause your partner unnecessary pain. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. My late grandmother, who died at 100 years old, she had an exquisite marriage. And that magic was followed by my own mother's marriage, which was also a wonder to behold. So when I got married, I felt equipped to succeed based on all that I'd seen. I was sure that I was ready. I was 31 after all. And yet, from the very start, I made mistake after mistake after mistake. By the end of year one of marriage, we had already spent every single last cent of our wedding gift account on marriage counseling. And I remember sitting in the therapist's office and saying to our counselors, here's the problem. You see, I'm not sure that I love him. I'm not even sure I ever really did. I I don't even know that he's my type. And, and, And I really don't know what to do. And my husband would reply, that's okay. I have enough love for the both of us. And the therapist looked at us in a combination of wonder and a bit of horror and said the following, you two are perfect for each other. Adrian is a pro, a master at pushing away. And you, Jason, well, you're accustomed to rejection and you respond to it unnaturally. She has no issue hurting you saying, I'm not sure I ever loved you. And you answer her back in an even more loving way. Oh my goodness, she'd said, this is a match made in heaven. And then she laughed and I, did not. I tell you this story because at the core of my statement that day was my very deep conviction that one should be able to say every single thing one is thinking to one's spouse. That privacy of thought was somehow withholding. That not saying exactly what you feel is somehow a kind of a lie. So let me tell you this with absolute certainty. Not everything you think needs to be said. There is a higher truth, and that truth is loving kindness. Especially if you're unburdening or getting the rust out of your emotional pipes can cause your partner unnecessary pain. You see, sadly, this misconception of absolute airing of all inner thoughts is held by many couples. We think that because we're married, we have an absolute right to know and share every single thought. But Judaism teaches us that not only is that not the case, it is a fundamental abuse of personal autonomy and privacy. In his incredible book, Doesn't Anyone Blush Anymore?, Rabbi Manus Friedman says that men and women do not forgo the right to a private space just because they're married. We all have the right to a place where we can draw our curtain and say no further. Anyone who enters this space, even our spouse, 
is an intruder. He also adds that when we're invited to become part of someone's life, we have to be careful not to violate the other person's privacy. The respect that we have for another person's privacy, however that person has chosen to define it, enables us to nurture an intimate relationship. And as soon as we trespass where we have not been invited, we destroy the boundaries and dissipate the intimacy. In such an environment, our relationships cannot flourish. You see, boundaries are not the antithesis to intimacy. They actually ease them. And as mothers, it's easy to see how automatic it can be to cross a boundary in the name of love. Simple and quite easy to rationalize, especially with our kids. We might cross a boundary with the excuse that I only did this or said this or looked at this because I love you. I only looked at your text because I want to protect you. I only stalked you for months on social media because I love you so much that I want to keep you safe. Or the ancient version, I only read your diary or listened in on the phone extension because you are my child and my love makes me want to assure that you are okay. You know, in adult romantic relationships, a similar dynamic can easily occur. And if it's devastating to your child or your teen when you cross their boundaries, imagine the damage you can do to your partner. Love does not give us permission to ignore boundaries, nor does it override consequences. Saying, but I did it out of love, doesn't make the wound you caused disappear. This includes sharing our thoughts that are upsetting or cruel by just verbally processing them out loud. That's why you have friends. That's why you have clergy. That's why you have a therapist. Judaism teaches that everything of value has boundaries around it. The city of Jerusalem, where the Holy Temple stood, was a walled city. In the Bible, you learn that it's forbidden to build a house where you could see into your neighbor's courtyard. When the children of Israel arrived at Mount Sinai to get the Ten Commandments, Moses was instructed to put a fence around the mountain. You know, many of our mitzvahs have fences around us and around them to protect us from transgressing. In our day-to-day lives, we actually do this intuitively. Our safety deposit boxes and our bank accounts, private, right? Even our clothing conceals that which we prefer to keep hidden. Good fences make good neighbors, says Robert Frost in his poem, The Mending Wall. Our thoughts and what we say aloud need fences around them as well. In the early years of my marriage, I thought my thoughts were the same as the things I should say. You know, full disclosure and all that. But in retrospect, confessing those thoughts was actually more for me than they were for the relationship. They were just a way of managing my anxiety and of trying to half it by dumping half of it on my partner. Your marriage and your relationship with your spouse require and deserve the most powerful boundaries of all. The words we choose to say versus those we refrain from sharing make the difference between peace and privacy or wounded feelings and disconnection. Once spoken, our words can never be fully reclaimed. It is better to use those gates. What are those gates that God provided? Your lips and your teeth to hold back from interfering into your partner's thoughts or saying upsetting words by processing them out loud. Step one, 
of having a beautiful marriage is to guard the feelings of our partners beyond all else. This week, can you consider how much you process verbally in places that might not be so productive? I mean, your spouse might be your best friend, but you wouldn't say to your best friend, you know what, I'm not sure I feel so close to you anymore. I mean, I know we've had a standing Thursday night get together, but I met new people and I would really prefer to use the time to be with them. And I only tell you this because you're my best friend. So I feel like you should know how I feel. You wouldn't do that. So don't work through your changing and evolving feelings and your anxiety about your relationship with your partner. Treat your partner even more sensitively than you would your friend. Be more careful as when you hurt your spouse, my friends, in the end, you are only hurting yourself. Can you keep in mind that feelings do ebb and flow in long-term relationship and it's not necessary to knock your partner off course just to relieve your angst and guilt about being currently in a less loving state? We know that we love who we give to. We know that love is a verb, a behavior, And it behooves us to behave and act lovingly, even when we may not be feeling so passionate. Your very relationship depends upon understanding this. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.